Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings to be found in the episode description. Good evening. I'm Gotcha Portobello, here to interview none other than Heron Osborne. How are you today, Heron? Good. So, tell me about your decision to become a judge on Pathurntican Idol. I like music! Hmm, yes, of course. And what is it that you like about music? It sounds good. Hmm, interesting. I'm sure during your time at Pathurntican Idol, you've gotten to know Simon Cow quite well. Are there any secrets you'd like to share about your co-host? He had cosmetic horn surgery! Oh my, how shocking. Uh, I see your husband, Ocelot Osborne, has come to join us. Tell us, Ocelot, what are your thoughts on this latest season of Pathurntican Idol? He can't talk. Brain's all mushy. Okay, one more question, Heron. Can you explain your decision to defend the racist remarks made by your friend Spears Gorgon? I don't like to do smart things. Well, that certainly explains a lot. That's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to say before we leave? Go away! Heron's sleepy now! A tale of two Gusses. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals who been playing this game for countless hours. Can't even count them. I'm Joey Swanson. I play Garrett Sunderwood. More on him later. We start out each of these episodes with our dungeon master posing a question to the adventurers. So we're gonna pass that mic down to Leo. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your dungeon master, Leo Martin, and today's question is: What is your favorite beverage? She's got tricks up her sleeves, and her new daddy is Jeeves. It's Gotcha Portobello. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> God damn it. Hi, I'm Jane. I play Gotcha Portobello. And uh, her favorite drink is mocktails. She got a taste for them uh, back in the day when she would ply higher ups uh, with drink and not get drunk. So sneaky. And get tasty tasty information honestly that's kind of more the taste that she got but there's an association there oh yeah next up we'll hear from the froggy boy with some icy toys oh shape water takes on a whole nother use (laughs) it's scotch hops what's up everybody i play scotch hops the sorcerer bard with an ice dildo in his pocket (laughs) (laughs) scotch hops favorite drink has got to be the armadillo diem quesadilla margarita. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> uh, it's a drink. It's a, it's a specialty in his homeland. Um, lots of bugs, lots of cheese, lots of tequila. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. Next up, we've got the boy in the trash that'll give you a smash. It's Will Willie Willis. 
Hey everybody, my name is Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Will, Sloxodon Cleric of the Forge, Worshipper of the Waste, Lover of the Litter, and Ruffkin of Refuge. Alrighty, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep on gaining them. Keep that list going. You can be a sad princess with just one or two titles, but you know, that's fine. That's how some people do it. I revoke my titles at this point, honestly. Willie's pretty much only been drinking trash water, I guess. So the trash water is like uh, usually alcoholic, if not alcoholic, probably poisonous in some way that's fucking him up. Rotten fruit in there. He knows how to make it alcoholic. I don't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Next up, we've got the cute little shorty who's in his mid 40s. It's Garrett's Underwood. That's right. Yeah, it's Joey. Uh, Play Garrett's Underwood. More on him right now. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, I, I, I live for the haters. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Garrett Sunderwood's favorite drink. He's not much of an uh, uh, an alcohol drinker. I believe in episode one he drank a Cuba Libre Sans Lime that he was just ordered to look cool around his new friends. Uh, but he doesn't really drink. He likes Sprite, which in the Sunderwood, that's just a cup full of cold creek water and uh you just have a good fairy peeing a little bit in it (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit just a little bit (laughs) if you can find a pixie it'll be just a little bit spicy yeah if you find a pixie it's just dr pepper (laughs) yeah (laughs) it gets thick all of a sudden anybody got any laxative chocolate because i'm hankering for something sweet and it's also time to take a crit gotta crit him while you got him hopefully no blood Last time on Take a Crit, our heroes narrowly escaped the murderous wrath of Gus the Greater, who interrupted their sleep by breaking into their hotel room and trying to kill them. After they had jumped out the window and Gus the Greater pursued, some guards caught wind of the situation, prompting Gus to flee into the night. The next day, Scotch just did an outstanding performance, really blew the crowd away in the last round of Pathurtican Idol, Natural 20. Fucking killed it. Took a big old crit on stage. Earning him the title of Bethurntgen Idol Champion. After the performance, the gang went over to enjoy the victory party with all the judges and uh, all the crew and all that. It was at this party that the gang met up with Carrie Sunderwood, the mother of Garrett. After Garrett informed her of the sorry state of their home, Sunderwood, Carrie said that she did in fact know what was going on and suggested that Garrett move on from their home, making a new life in Pathurntica. Naturally, Garrett was enraged by this and uh, stormed off from this conversation with his mother. Not long after this, the gang also met Gotcha Portobello's mother, Queen Portobello. Fucking bitch. And it was revealed that she had married Ashford Millibont von Heckleton IV, a.k.a. Jeeves. Fucking Jeeves. We pick up mid-conversation after the party has learned of Queen Portobello's new husband. So Gotcha just blurts out, you're not my real dad. Oh, I I know I'm not your real dad. I'm your stepdad. Well, I'll step on you. Scotch Hops yells out, you're not even my stepdad. (laughs) (laughs) Queen Portobello cuts in and says, Now, now, uh, there's there's no need to be so rude to your new father. Gotcha. Uh, it seems that you have some differences, but 
well, your family now, and I think it'll be best if you sort things out. I have some errands to run. She looks at uh, Jeeves and says, why don't you stay here? Get to know Gotcha a little better. I've got to run out and do something, darling. And he says, oh, oh, okay, sweet, sweet. <laughs> she leans in, gives him a kiss on the cheek, uh, and she heads for the door. And Jeeves turns towards the party and says, I know I'm supposed to get to know all of you, but I th- I think I know everything that I need to know about you lot. I say, well, it's great you're so knowledgeable and just like brush past him and uh, start trying to tail my mom, see what the fuck she's up to. Garrett does uh, turn to Jeeves and he says, um, well, I gotta say I'm very relieved that you got out of the service industry because... Um, no offense, but you, you're piss poor at it. Oh, well, a lot of offense. Uh, so much offense. <laughs> Slammed him. And I, like, go for a low five. It's a high five for Garrett. It's a low five for you. <laughs> but he does reach up. And- While Jesus is distracted uh, talking to Garrett and Willie, I'm going to go ahead and cast dissonant whispers on him to try to get him to... Uh- you mean being bullied by Garrett and Willie. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to cast Dissonant Whispers on Jeeves. He's going to get hit with some uh, psychic damage, and he's going to be forced to run away from us as well. All right. What's uh? What are you whispering? My uh, whispered melody is going to be, Jeeves is a butler. He's always been a butler. He's going to die a butler, even if he's a king. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, Jeeves rolled a four, and he doesn't have any bonuses, so he definitely fails his save. Oh, my God. So Jeeves just starts hearing this in his head. Uh, you see him, like, grab the... He covers his ears with his hands and goes, No! No! I'm a king! No! No! And then he just turns around and sprints out of the room. He takes 11 psychic damage also. <laughs> oh, God. Jeeves, is, <laughs> Jeeves looks like a fucking mess as he runs out of the party. He runs out in the opposite direction from Queen Portobello, uh, who's now nearing the door. Jane, you said uh, Gotcha is uh, following her? Yeah, trying to put a tail on her. I look to the uh, Garrett and um, Scotch and I go, well, boys, I got to find this shitter. That shrimp is doing a number to me. And I just start walking in the direction of... Uh, Gotcha and her mom. All right, so you're you're following along with Gotcha. I'm pretty sure they're going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be there. All right, so Willie and Gotcha are following along Queen Portobello. Uh, you trying to do this sneakily? Yeah, no, I don't want her to know. All right, well, uh, I guess uh, both y'all just give me a stealth check. I got a 12. 12 will do it. I rolled a 16. All right, yeah, 16 will do it. So you're following behind her stealthily. Uh, You see she exits the bar uh, of the hotel and she goes out uh, onto the street. She walks for a good while. She walks past the studio where Pathetic Idol is filmed. She walks a a little further, kind of deeper into the arts district and eventually gets to what appears to be uh, an abandoned filming studio. Uh, There's signs on a lot of the doors saying uh, that it's closed uh, and condemned and needs to be renovated. She goes around the side and enters the studio through a side door. Hold up, hold up, hold up right here. And I walk behind a dumpster and just squat and (laughs) (laughs) you realize they're not going to the bathroom so you just, you do your business behind a dumpster. I'm gonna try and run up real stealthily and like try and get my foot to prop open the door. Give me a uh, athletics or acrobatics check. Acrobatics. 
That's another 12. All right, that'll just do it. So you uh, you run up and you just barely get your foot uh, inside the door before it closes. If you open the door, you see that it leads uh, into a hallway. Just as you catch the door and open it, you see a door at the end of the hallway closing. I'll say I kind of ran up there with her. This is sketchy as fuck. We got to get in there and I uh, try and do the same thing with that other closing door. I go, you got this. Give her some guidance. Oh, nice. It closes before you're able to get to it, uh, and you see that it, it is locked. Uh, I guess I'll try and use my thieves' tools and uh, pick that shit. 21. All right. The converse of my previous 12s. Nice. All right, so you, you break on through, uh, pick that lock, no problem. Then it leads to a stairway. Uh, as you enter the stairway, you hear some some footsteps seemingly coming from the stairs up above you. Alrighty, I'm gonna turn to Willie and be uh, like, shh, put my finger up to my lips and everything. We're hunting mothers. And start uh, sneaking up there. I mimic uh, zipping my mouth closed with my trunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So uh, you creep up the stairs, uh, you see that it leads out to uh, a catwalk above uh, what seems to be a large sound stage, but almost up to the level of the catwalk, this entire studio floor, this very large like gymnasium-sized room is filled with trash. Oh, shit. Uh, there is just such a huge amount of trash inside this building of various types. Willie's just sweating beads. Out on the catwalk, there is Queen Portobello, and she's standing beside a short, uh, robed figure. And you overhear the following conversation. But before this conversation, let's cut back to the party real quick. Garrett's like, he got a glass of water, but he's looking for a good fairy to pee in it because they don't, they'd said they didn't have Sprite. <laughs> Scotch Hops is sitting at the blackjack table. Garrett's standing right behind him. Scotch looks at his cards, holds them up to Garrett. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think I should do? Fucking tell him to hit you. Hit me. The blackjack dealer throws another card over to your pile. It's a five of hearts. Garrett. Garrett, I've got 21. Garrett, I've got 21. Fuck yeah, mate. Oh, look at that. Blackjack. Oh, you win 200 gold. Whoa. Oh, shit. And now we cut back to uh, the abandoned studio where Gotcha and Willie overhear the following conversation between Queen Portobello and this short robed figure. Well, it seems that everything is going to plan. We have the inorganic material, as you can see. I'll take care of the organic materials, of course. We have plenty of water flowing in. There's still just that one last component we need. And you hear the road figure say, Yeah, mm, just one more thing. I gotta say that... They're being pretty stubborn over there in the rainforest, but I do think that uh, we have a plan that should result in the acquisition of the needed materials. You'd recognize this as the voice of Rasputin. Oh, shit. They in fucking cahoots. I, kn I knew it in my brain. I promise. <laughs> Queen Portobello says... I, I trust your judgment in this. I, I believe that you be able to deal with the rainforest. Seems that everything should work out. Yes, 
That's right. We cut back to the bar of the hotel. No, no, th- not not just the one bottle on the top shelf. The whole top shelf. Bring it down. Oh, yeah, sure thing, Mister High Ruler. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll get it. And then I jump up on the wall and just start tossing bottles down to Garrett. I catch some of them. <laughs> <laughs> A bartender tries to stop you at first. He's like, "Hey, hey, get down from there!" But but his boss comes over and says, "No, no, no. These these guys are loaded. It's okay. They they can pay for it. Uh, let them do. Let them break whatever they want." <laughs> <laughs> Garrett's just like funneling uh, whiskey down Truffle's mouth. <laughs> Everyone at the bar is. Just getting absolutely wasted. Oh, God. And once again, we cut back to the abandoned studio. Queen Portobello and the small hooded figure, he can only assume to be Rasputin, finish their conversation. Rasputin disappears in a puff of smoke, and Queen Portobello begins to turn back to go back the way she came. So only one thing left to do, and that's sift through all that garbage, right? Hmm. Willie, I know you love the trash and... I know you'd love to spend a lot of time here, but we got to get out of here. I'm going to make a persuasion check, I guess. <laughs> I don't. There's something going on in my pants right now, and I'm dry, I'm just confused, and there's trash. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, give me that persuasion. I got a 19 on persuasion. All right, all right. There's there's more cans outside. There's the, there's the dumpster I, I shit behind. I'll get some trash from there. Yeah, we can stop there, buddy. Princess Portobello and Willie uh, leave from the abandoned studio, uh, just barely not being noticed by Queen Portobello. Can I search that dumpster? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sh- search the dumpster. You definitely find your shit beside it. <laughs> but uh, give me an investigation check to see what else you find. Nine total. So uh, you don't find a whole lot, uh, but you do find, uh, you know, like those those monkey toys that have the the symbols that they crash together. I found one of those. You find a broken one of those that's uh, okay. missing one of the symbols and all of like the, the fur from the face has been torn off. So it's just kind of a horrifying like robotic skeleton face. When you said a monkey toy, I imagined some kind of toy constructed for a monkey's mental stimulation. <laughs> that's pretty good. Are those reminiscent of the circus? at all is that is that circus related they're like they're circus monkeys yeah okay yes i i get some kind of inherited ptsd from circuses oh yeah oh yeah i look at that and just go dead a little bit for a while i try and uh snap at willie a little bit to get his attention and be like hey what (laughs) what's what's wrong nothing and i put it i put it in my satchel (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) so as willie and gotcha are walking down the street we cut back to the party at the hotel bar. So me and Garrett are like in a hot tub in the private room now, just surrounded by dwarves in bikinis. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, Garrett, 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 listen, Garrett. Here's Scotch, right. We're we're up, we're up, we're up twenty thousand gold right now. I'm saying what I'm saying is we take it I'm listening. <laughs> good, good. We we uh we take it all we take it all to the roulette table, okay? Right. We'll have so much money. Everybody else will be so happy with us. It's true. When they see how much <laughs> gold we got. Like, I, I I, can't argue with you there. What if I turn into a giant badger and I use my keen smell to, to like, smell the ball in the roulette real good? I yes. can't lose. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go. Let's go right now. <laughs> right now. Gotcha and Willie uh, get back to the hotel bar. And uh, what do they see outside? Me and Garrett are just sitting there with our heads held low. And I kind of look up and see them coming. I'm like, Garrett, Garrett, don't tell them. Garrett, don't tell them. They'll be so mad. Garrett, don't tell them. <laughs> I, I, uh, but, whew, well, I, I guess uh, the secret dies with us. 
Secret. It's a secret. <laughs> right. right. Do, I, do I hear this as we're approaching? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're being way quieter than they are. <laughs> I guess I just walk up and be like, so uh, what What secret, buds? Truffle just starts puking up a bunch of really expensive liquor. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh shit, and I stick one of those uh, bottles um, I got from Sawmill Davies, those metal bottles under uh, truffles. Oh no. (laughs) Liquor vomit stream. All right, you collect some some pig liquor vomit. Tastes like bacon. Garrett's just like, oh, it's um, it's pretty boring over here, actually. Nothing really really went down. I look up and go, you call this boring with the pig vomit? (laughs) Well, uh, found where the trash is, so I'm gonna go tell Gus that, and I'm also gonna tell Gus that Gus tried to kill me. The uh, I think specifically, uh, you're trying to tell Gus the lesser that Gus the greater tried to kill you, just for clarification, in case anyone here was confused. A surprising moment of clarity from drunk ass Garrett. <laughs> I really don't see what's so complicated about this. <laughs> Gus tried to kill us, so I gotta go tell Gus about Gus trying to kill us, and I also gotta tell Gus about the trash. <laughs> right. Wait, Willie, don't, just calm down. We need to go with you. This is obviously connected to Rasbatan. Did you hear that guy's voice? Ever since you lot joined the joined the company and then the company became something else, uh, you know, it's the first time since I've been in the city that I had friends. I'm not about to let that go, really. Scotch Hops uh, uses shape water to splash some water in his face, and then he pulls out his inner tube, throws it on the ground, and sits down. And he's like, well, we can't stay here after the scene we made in there, so I guess we're coming with you, Willie. What happened in there? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, the gang sets off to return to Gus's dump. It's quite a trek. Uh, you, you go out of the Arts District. Uh, it takes you a little while to get back to the Snail District. When you get back to the Snail District, it's looking quite a bit better than the l- last time you left it. Uh, a lot of the burned buildings are being uh, rebuilt, and you, you see quite a few people uh, wearing jumpsuits, and on the back of them is printed, Joust Another Freelance Company. Huh. <gasps> Fuck, it looks like uh, Gazebo's been really uh, putting this thing together over here. As you go through the Snail District, you happen upon uh, formerly Sawmill Davies' house, uh, your, old, your old home and the headquarters of Joust and Other Freelance Company. Uh, you see that the building has been somewhat uh, renovated. Uh, you see Gazebo out there wearing the polo, kind of giving orders around like, oh, oh yeah, you, you you go over there. Uh, we, we need more two by fours uh, down by the Don's house. Uh, oh, Garrett. Oh, oh, look. Look who it is, Garrett. Gazebo, uh, I like what you've done with the place. And then I like peek through the front window and I see that the living room has no trash in it anymore. I'm like, wow, it's uh, really coming together over here. Uh, as you peek through the window, you also see a chest in the corner that is just like filled to the brim with gold. Gazebo says, uh, yeah, mate, uh, it's been going pretty good. Been been doing pretty well for myself. Uh, uh, we're making uh, we're making some good profits, uh, hel- helping the helping the district out, getting everything back together. I'm so proud of you, Gazebo. I dare say I'm 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 proud of myself. Uh, you know, I wasn't wasn't making great choices here when I first got in the city, but I finally feel like I'm doing something good. Well, uh, that's uh, that's great. You really turned yourself around. Say, Garrett, uh, over in the 
arts district. Didn't happen to didn't happen to run into your mom, did you? Well, um, I've actually disowned Carrie. She's a bitch. Oh, why is that? Uh, did you tell her? Did you tell her about this Underwood? Well, it turns out she knew, and she was uh, pretty uh, apathetic towards it. Pretty it seemed like she didn't give a fuck. Not Aunt Carrie. Uh, she, no, she loves the Underwood. She wouldn't do that. I think she just likes the cushy gigs and uh, and the the what's it called? The we don't have that kind of light in the in the wood uh, spotlight. <laughs> he gets a look of despair in his eye and says, "Oh well." Uh, shit, f- finding her really w- was our best shot. Oh, God, Garrett, I, I-, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, uh, if you can put a search out for Susan, she she left my actual mum. Oh, di- did she? That's uh, that's what she said. So I-, I-, I still hold out some hope that Susan and some of the other gnomes maybe around the city might uh, be further in the cause. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can't uh, send some of my boys to the... To the other districts, and uh, maybe we can track down Susan and uh, some of our cousins and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, tell you what. He pulls out a speaking stone and hands it to Garrett and says, uh, I've been been given these to uh, some of my workers, help us uh, keep in touch. So uh, here, you can take this, and uh, I'll let you know if I find anything of interest. And uh, you let me know if uh, you do the same. Right on. All right, you continue out from the snail district. You go out the the big archways that Willie and Scotch first entered the city through. Back over the hill, the path gradually uh, starts to get more beat up and then turns to dirt. You reach the forest, uh, go go a ways uh, down the forest path, and then before long, you see a side path with a sign beside it that says Gus's Dump. Well, this is the opening scene of the podcast. We've arrived again <laughs> full circle it's like that time in a video game when you go back to level one with the new mobility that you have right with like the jetpack you didn't have on when you were just starting off this is take a crit new game plus <laughs> yeah you continue down the path a ways and after a while you reach the dump uh there's a large chain link fence around it it's looking sparse nowadays there's there's not a whole lot of trash around uh, there's kind of a big uh, shambly shack made of sheet metal and bits of scrap holding it together. And above the dump, uh, there's a large sign that once again says Gus's dump. And then hanging from that sign, there is a large banner that says, Happy birthday. Welcome home. Oh, Willie kind of slaps the sign and drags his hand across it as he enters uh, and just yells out, Gus, where you at? You home? You see a dwarf wearing a uh, pair of dingy, kind of beat-up overalls, uh, and he comes running out of one of the buildings, and he's carrying a uh, a big, moldy, gross-looking uh, three-tier birthday cake. Uh, and he comes running out and shouts, uh, uh, Brother? Brother Gus? Is that you? Brother? Oh, 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 hey, oh, hey. It's just me. Hey, Willie, how, how you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been some amount of time. You know me. Um, let's go talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Are you are you going to introduce me to your friends here? Yeah, we got Gotcha, Scotch, and Garrett. Scotcha, Gotch, and Harry. Oh, nice to meet y'all. Sure, nice to meet you too. Why don't y'all come in and we have some cake? I don't know if I'm hungry, but <laughs> I'll come inside. He leads you uh, into one of the, the sheet metal shacks. There's a kind of a cobbled together table made of a bunch of wood scraps. Uh, he sits the cake down. 
he pulls up a chair and sits down and says, well, Willie, you, you got a got a serious look about you. Is, is there something the matter? Oh, we found all the trash, but... Uh, oh, 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 you did? Well, well, why, why isn't it coming in? Um, well, we haven't gotten quite that far yet. We do know it's all tied up with uh, the mayor, who's not really who he says he is, and this one's mom, but... She thinks she's a bitch, but so you know she's on our side. Uh, I, um, I don't. I didn't catch half of what you were saying there, but you, so it sounds like the mayor's uh, hoarding the trash somewhere. It's an evil man named Rasputin. Rasputin, you say? I, I've I've heard of heard of Rasputin. Okay, oh, friend of Gus's. Oh no, uh, actually, uh, a while ago, I think it was about maybe twenty twenty maybe. Maybe more like thirty years. Uh, Gus said he he was on an adventure when uh, he met an evil wizard named Rasputin. You know, uh, Gus and his crew they were uh, they were some powerful powerful adventurers, and uh, he said they didn't stand a chance against Rasputin. They just barely escaped with their lives. But about twenty thirty years ago, he just kind of disappeared. Uh, nobody really heard about him for a while, and. Uh, yeah, we all assumed he was dead. Oh, shit. So he must have been who was behind getting Gus the Greater to attack us. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. You're saying my younger brother, Gus the Greater, attacked y'all. Yeah, he was strong, too. He looks at Willie and says, this can't be true. Willie, tell me, tell me that's not true. I wish I could. Gus would never hurt you. He loves you. Uh, Willie is wearing Gus's breastplate. No, I didn't ever put it on. I'm going to pull that out and show it to him. It's like, yeah, I mean, I I had to defend myself and... Oh, God. I burned him up and uh, took his armor. Well, this is this is his breastplate, all right. You're saying your uncle tried to kill you? With all this new information, I'm kind of thinking uh, Rasputin may have put some kind of curse or spell or something on him. I don't know shit about magic, though. I hope there's some kind of curse on him. I, I couldn't bear it if my own brother was trying to kill, trying to kill my son. Oh God, I I don't know if this will help, but it was about four years ago when your uh, uncle Gus the Greater he he came by for his usual uh, pre-adventure visit. Uh, he told me he was going off to some mysterious island called Prateris told me that uh supposedly there was uh quite a bit of treasure to be found on this island but uh there was also a terrible curse that befell the people who lived there oh no now uh, i'm no adventuring expert but i i suppose it's possible that maybe my brother uh, he fell victim to this curse now willie uh I know you've never been out on the ocean before, but I think the, the answers to what happened to your uncle, they might lie on that island. Now, I know a feller by the name of Shipwreck Tommy. Uh, he, he works down at the docks uh, by the Arts District. And, uh, well, uh, you tell him I sent you, he might be able to get you a good deal on some passage to this island. Well, uh, Willie, uh... It pains me to say this, but if if your uncle's trying to kill you, well, I, I guess there's a chance he might be coming for me sometime, too. So, 
before you go off to this island, I, I think there's something I should tell you. Now, uh, we always told you that me and your uncle, we, we found you in a pile of trash here at the dump, but, well, that, that's not true. You see, uh, a long time ago, I, I actually, I knew your father and your mother. What? Yeah, they were, they were good friends of, of me and, and your uncle. And, uh, when you were just a, just a wee baby, your father, uh, he was working for the government and, uh, well, he started to notice, notice some things were off. He, uh, thought he got on the scent of some corruption that was going on in, in the royalty and, and in the government. And, uh, well, he set out to investigate and, uh. Unfortunately, that that didn't fare too well for him and his family. Even after some of the government goons killed your mother, he he wouldn't give it up. He he left you in my care, and uh, he went off to, to try to expose what was going on, but it got him killed. He was tracked down, and, uh, well, not even your uncle and me could, could protect him from the person who killed him. He was killed by someone known as the Butterfly Knight. Now, Willie, I know that hearing this, you, you might want revenge. You might want answers. But if you see this Butterfly Knight, it seems like you're you're doing some digging around in the city. I don't want you to fight him. You need to just you need to run away. I've already lost one friend to that son of a bitch, and I'm not going to lose my son. Well, damn, it's a lot to lay on a guy. I say thank you, Gus, and I I give him a hug and tell him I'm going to bring Gus back. He, he starts uh, sobbing a little bit while you're hugging him and says. <laughs> I sure hope you can, Willie. Uh, Want to be a family again? Uh, you're you're hurting me a little. <laughs> <laughs> As the night gets on, Gus the Lesser says, "All right, well, uh, there's some cots uh, over in the shed there. Uh, I've got a, a few more things to do before I get to bed. Why don't y'all get some shut eye? And uh, Willie, I got a surprise for you in the morning. Okay." That sounds fun. Uh, Garrett turns into a raccoon and um, just to sort of fit in, he tries to spark, strike up a conversation with Two Chains. Two Chains is like fucking pretty hard right now, so you can try. Two Chains is 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 humping some chains really hard. You you approach him and he says, "Hey, hey, 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 hey you want some of this? You want some of this? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, no, uh, get in here, man, get in here, yeah, make the music, make the music, make, oh the, music, make the music." Garrett meekly uses his raccoon hand to like pick up the far end of the chain and drop it and be like, yep, that was pretty pretty good. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. Collab. Collab it. <laughs> <laughs> Our party is lulled to sleep by the sound of two chains uh, fervorous humping and you awake the next day to the sound of a garbage rooster. <laughs> exactly. So you wake up, you walk out to kind of the main lot of the dump and you see that uh, Gus the Lesser is standing beside something pretty large that's under a big old tarp. And he says, uh, now, 
Willie, I, I was going to wait until you turn 40, but, uh, well, you, you age quick. So, uh, I think, uh, I think it's about time. And he, uh, pulls the tarp off you see what is essentially like a dune buggy but it's just made of oh, a bunch of different scraps of trash and uh, it's got chains all over it and i got a mad max dune buggy <laughs> yeah exactly it's pretty much like a mad <laughs> oh, max dune man. buggy uh with four seats oh, shit. and uh he says i've been working on this for for a few years now and uh well it's not entirely ready, but no no artwork is ever finished, truly. So uh, <laughs> just uh, be careful with the brakes, because they don't work great. Uh, but, uh, just the way I like them. This should, uh, this should get you down to the docks at the art district uh, pretty quickly. Do I still have the pigeon? Um, yeah, I guess you've still got a pigeon wrapped up in your trunk. <laughs> you've just had it the whole time. Uh, Gus, you get a pet pigeon. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, for me? Really? If you have time, go tell Kevin, who I guess is the new owner of the Shifty Brick, Willie had a deal with you. This is payment for the information. Hand him the pigeon and um, then write down what he says. Um, okay, uh... I understand very little of this, but uh, I, I think I can do that. All righty. We all hop in the car. Shotgun? I want to take Willie's chain and attach my inner tube to the back of the dune buggy so I can just kind of be dragged behind it. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, right. yeah. I guess I'm just going to try and find the least spiky part of the trash car to sit on. I'm going to stick this shit in gear and drive its ass down to the arts district. You fly along in your dune buggy. Uh, you, you get back to Pathernica in no time. The guards have to fucking jump out of the way as you fly through the archway into the city. As you're reaching the passage into the art district, as you're getting close, the guards start to say like, oh, you, you need a pass? Uh, you need a pass? And they just jump out of the way to not get run over. As you're flying through the arts district, everyone is seeing Scotch riding along on the back. And they're like, oh, Scotch, look. Oh, wow. He's got a dope ride oh wow before long you uh reach the docks so you uh you start to see these really large uh, shipyards filled with very ornate uh fancy boats you see that uh on the docks there are a lot of workers uh walking back and forth uh and then you see a large building that says shipwreck tommy's boat company that's dope um so when we park uh garrett takes a gold coin or two out and uh sticks them in the meter (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah and i'm assuming willie just slams on these brakes and i just smash into the fucking back of the dune buggy (laughs) absolutely as all this commotion is going on uh you see a rather large human wearing a Greasy tank top and uh, comes out wearing some boat shorts and some flip flops. Uh, he's got a scraggly beard uh, and he's balding pretty hard. He runs out and says, "What's all this commotion out here? You Tommy? Yeah, I'm Tommy. Who the fuck are you? Just the raddest motherfuckers in this district. Uh, well, I like your style, but it's not very informative. Who are you? <laughs> we're we're sus." Gotcha and hoppers. Oh, you mean like you mean like I'm Pathetic Idol? This is Willie, by the way, with the elephant feet. Oh, w- w- wait a minute, w- Willie? In the tr- elephant trunk. Yeah, Willie. 
he eyes Willie up and down and says, last time I saw you, you were just a wee little toddler running around the dump. Haven't been there in quite a while. Uh, what you doing here, young man? Well, Tommy, we got to get to uh, Prateris to uh, see if we can help out old Uncle Gus. Think you can uh, help us over there? Um, well, not really. Uh, Prateris is kind of a forbidden island. Uh, mm. It's surrounded by a fog that tends to not allow people to return. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty dangerous. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I can join you, but, well, I guess I do owe Gus one when he really bailed me out with some spare ship parts. I tell you what, there's a ship over here that uh, I think is on its last legs, uh, don't know how much longer it has on the sea. If you promise to bring me back some treasure from Prateris, uh, I'll let you use it to try and get there, but uh, don't, don't come complaining to me if you die out there on the ocean. We'll take it. <laughs> I shake his hand with my trunk. Scotch Hops runs up panting, and he says, <sighs> and then he starts doing his little dance where he punches down and kicks, and he's, Scotch Hops, so far ahead, thinking they pass me. And then he pulls out a pen, and he signs his name on the dude's boat shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, thanks, I guess. Uh, that's Scotch Hops. Uh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> Scotch Hops turns to the rest of the party, did he? Did he give us a boat? Do, do we? Do we have a boat? Yeah, we're good, buddy. It's okay, bud. Then I take my marker and I cross my name out on his shorts. Oh well, <laughs> you know I wasn't crazy about having your name on my shorts, but I fucking hate this. <laughs> I think it looks kind of cool, man. Honestly, uh, well, you would think that, wouldn't you, Willie? I don't know if I like that comment. <laughs> uh, the closer anything gets to trash, the more he likes it. So that's true. He leads you over on the docks towards a pretty shitty looking boat. It's got a whole bunch of patches in the hole. The mast has clearly been snapped off and is uh, being held on with some uh, some patch metal. And uh, the figurehead has just been completely torn off. In place of the figurehead, they've just painted a big shitty smiley face. <laughs> it's the going barely. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all... Uh, don't know how to operate a ship, so uh, you you are going to need to hire a crew. I got this. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I know the first thing I got to do is I got to get some sandals, and then I'm pretty much halfway there, living on a prey. <laughs> Listen, Willie, if you want to try to operate this ship yourself, uh, I mean, I could try to teach you real quick, but I, I think it'd be best if you got a crew. I'm going to be most comfortable with a crew, that's for sure. How much? How much does a crew cost? I know a crew. Uh, again, they're they're not the best, but uh, it's going to be hard to get some professionals to to come with you on on this year's ship. But we'll probably do it for about uh, fifteen gold uh, there and back. That's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, that's pretty good rate for such a dangerous trip. Let me call them over. Hey, uh, Jimmy, uh, you and your crew, you, you come you come here for a second. Is this Jimmy Buffett? You see uh, that there is a crew of six kobolds, uh, and they're being led by one kobold that has some sunglasses up on his head, and he's wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt, <laughs> got a guitar slung over his back. <laughs> Shit. He walks up, and uh, he says, uh, hey there, y'all. You, you looking for a crew? Yep. And we're not going to tell you where we're going, but we expect you to get us there. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that, that's no problem for us. 
He uh, pulls out a bottle full of some bright green liquid and says, we're always on the way to Margaritaville, you know what I mean? Ah. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Shit, baby, let me get a swig of that. <laughs> he, he hands it over and uh, let's get a swig. And he says, all right, boys, looks like we got ourselves a job. Let's go find that big blue lost shaker salt. <laughs> <laughs> the crew rejoices and uh, they hop on the boat. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hop up on there with them, I guess. Yeah, let's all get on. I'm going to pop a couple more coins in the meter for the buggy. <laughs> and uh, I'll bid Tommy, shipwreck Tommy, farewell. Do I have sweet baby with me? Uh, you do have Sweet Baby with you. I kind of forgot about him, but as long as he's here, we're good. Sweet Baby Love Child uh, jumps up there, too. He kind of scrambles over the side of the ship, makes it onto the deck. Truffle, uh, yeah, Garrett's going to ride Truffle on board, and it's going to immediately feel weird because I've never been in a boat. All right, so you all, you all get up on the boat, and you set sail. The crew raises the mast. They do several other shippy things. I don't know how to sail. Yeah. <laughs> There's air and wind and stuff. They hoist the mainsail. They uh, they tie some knots. Do something to the jib. Get the, the, the move the anchor out of from anchoring. As as you're leaving, uh, shipwreck Tommy calls out to you and says, "Okay, so you're just gonna want to keep going south. Proteris is just to the south. And remember, when you get to the fog, make sure not to." <laughs> I flip him off You get too far to hear uh, Shipwreck Tommy And uh, as you're going out to see Jimmy the Kobold says Well, you heard him boys We're going to Proteris And they're all like ah, yeah. It's okay, we're going to be fine A strong wind meets the mast And you uh, sail out to sea You've been sailing uh, pretty much all day starting to get dark out. Jimmy the Kobold uh, comes up to you and says, it's going to take a couple days to, to get to Proteris, so should be easy sailing. Uh, I'm going to leave a few of these guys out here to navigate, keep the ship going, but I'm going to go get some shut-eye. suggest y'all probably do the same. Yeah. All right, so y'all want to go, uh, there's some like shitty captain's quarters inside this ship. Y'all want to go hit the hay? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, you go inside the captain's quarters and you see that there is uh, someone sitting in the chair behind a desk uh, inside the captain's quarters. Excuse me? I, I actually, gotcha actually says that. I'm afraid that I can't excuse you much as I wish I could. Fuck. You see Gus the Greater stands up from the chair, looks at the party and says, Well, Willie, time to finish what I started. Well, fuck. <laughs> That's not good. No. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Take a Crit. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the show. That is people like our friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartzog, hi mom, and John Chafin. You can find John at Drunkest Batman on TikTok. Y'all, I don't really consume any TikTok, but I do consume John's at Drunkest Batman. 
because it's great fucking stuff he does over there. Check him out. Uh, some of it has our audio, so definitely do that. If you have suggestions for NPC names or magic items, you can share those with us on our Facebook group. If we use them, we'll be sure to credit you in the show. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. Episodes come out every other Monday, so check back May 24th for episode 11. See you next time. Anyone want some candy? I I like candy. Is this some of that magic candy? I'm good, Willie. I don't trust you. I was going to roll a random and give him one of the pieces of candy at random. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to hand him a piece of garbage candy. All right, you just hand him a piece of like old nasty chocolate, and he's like, well, I'm not one to judge it before I try it. He pops it in his mouth and says, huh, gross. <laughs> it's not wrapped. <laughs> Washes it down with some, some margarita. <laughs> now, we have a lot of fun ribbing Jeeves, but as a person who's worked like for years in the service industry, I do see this abuse. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm with you there, Joey. I've felt that since the beginning with the cheese thing where it's like, I, I love this bit. It's such a great bit. But at the same time, I'm like, I've been I've been where Jeeves is. And this is bullshit. We're a whole party full of Karens is all we are. I've been told to drive 10 minutes to go take a shit somewhere. I'm I'm not concerned with Jeeves feelings. <laughs>